Thank you for joining us as we bring you this worship service of 7th Avenue Presbyterian Church. Our readings are Psalm 84 and Acts chapter 5 verse 41 through chapter 6 verse 7. The Reverend Dr. Catherine Price is preaching. Her sermon is titled Liminal Space in Today's Church. You'll find the link to our complete announcements in your email. Here is one highlight. Our first in-person Sunday worship service will be at 10 a.m. next week, the 29th. Details about what to expect can be found on our website. If you're not able to join us in person, there will be both a Zoom and an audio recorded option available. We invite you to hold a spirit of gentle curiosity with us as we cross the threshold of the church doors once more. And now, in preparation for worship, you're invited to quiet yourself, becoming still as you prepare to worship God.
Let us pray. God of endless possibilities, we confess that we do not always perceive the opportunities you place before us. It seems we are always at thresholds. When we cross them boldly in faith, we offer thanks. When we miss them altogether, we pray your forgiveness. Open our eyes to see the paths of life you place before us. And now in silence, we continue our prayers to you. The Holy One is our sun and shield. God bestows forgiveness on all with humble hearts. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven and made whole. Yes. Alleluia. Amen.
A reading from the 84th Psalm, beginning with the first verse. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. God, source of all light, by your word you give light to the soul. Pour out upon us the spirit of wisdom and understanding that our hearts and minds may be open to hear your word this day. Amen. How lovely is your dwelling place, O God of hosts. My soul longs, indeed it faints, for the courts of the Holy One. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young at your altars, O God of hosts my sovereign and my God. Happy are those who live in your house, ever singing your praise, Selah. Happy are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs, the early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. The God of gods will be seen in Zion. O God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob, Selah. Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than live in the tents of wickedness. For God is a sun and shield. God bestows favour and honour. No good thing does the Holy One withhold from those who walk uprightly. O God of hosts, happy is everyone who trusts in you. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God.
from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 5, beginning with verse 41. As they left the council, they rejoiced that they were considered worthy to suffer dishonor for the sake of the name. And every day in the temple and at home, they did not cease to teach and proclaim Jesus as the Messiah. Now during those days, when the disciples were increasing in number, the Hellenists complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food. And the twelve called together the whole community of the disciples and said, It is not right that we should neglect the word of God in order to wait at tables. Therefore, friends, select from among yourselves seven men of good standing, full of the Spirit and of wisdom, whom we may appoint to this task, while we, for our part, will devote ourselves to prayer and to serving the word. What they said pleased the whole community, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, together with Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicolaus, a proselyte of Antioch. They had these men stand before the apostles 
who prayed and laid their hands on them. The word of God continued to spread. The number of the disciples increased greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. Here ends the reading. Good morning, and thank you for inviting me back. I do wish I could see you, though, this time. But, hey, maybe next time. Psalm 84 is the lectionary psalm for today, but it was also read at my ordination 24 years ago. I chose it because I've always loved being in churches. Among my earliest memories is sitting in church with my grandma twiddling her thumbs. I've been privileged to go on church visits to Taiwan, Cuba, Lesotho and various places in Europe and also taken family holidays abroad and I treasure memories of worship and visits to a variety of different styles and denominations of churches. I just feel at home, whether they're empty or I'm with others. And may I just say to you biblical scholars... I know I'm taking the words at face value today and focusing on holy places, houses of God, when surely God's dwelling is not to be so confined. However, I think this psalm will be read a little wistfully just now. There are a lot of folk who feel as I do and long to be able to return, to sit in the church and feel the faith of ages. I know many are still not worshipping in person, and while we have started here in Wales, it's still not quite the same with the COVID-19 mitigations we have to have in place, especially the face masks. These are strange times, liminal times. It comes from the Latin limen, meaning threshold. At our General Assembly last month, the Synod moderator's report was entitled Wisdom for Liminal Times. And it quoted Richard Rohr, the Franciscan theologian, spiritual leader. He describes liminal space in this way. A unique position where human beings hate to be, but where the biblical God is always leading them. It's when you've left the tried and true but have not yet been able to replace it with anything else. It is when you are finally out of the way. It is when you are between your old comfort zone and any possible new answer. If you're not trained in how to entrust and wait, you will run anything to flee this terrible cloud of unknowing. It is a place of no longer, but not yet, and can feel quite uncomfortable especially if we're looking one way rather than the other. Some will look back too much. We know about church false memory syndrome, but in this case, only remembering the good. This nostalgia creates anxiety. That what if? What if we can never go back? What if we're not all there? What if? Which just leads to why can't we just go back to what it was before? Just think of the Israelites in the wilderness. 40 years, according to Exodus. As soon as it became difficult, then the cry began. It wasn't so bad back in Egypt, was it? At least we had food and water. 
Those tasked with leadership at these times have this extra burden and don't have all the answers. Moses felt the burden on his shoulders and shared his frustration regularly with God. But guidance sometimes comes from unexpected quarters. And it was his father-in-law Jethro who suggested delegating leadership tasks to those who have the gifts. One unsettling aspect of liminal times is the inevitable call for change, and that call always brings with it challenge. In a new or altered context, we cannot always be certain of the best way to proceed. The disciples in the reading from Acts are no longer with Jesus or even in the synagogue, but they're not yet settled into congregations, and they didn't get everything right. Here's a case in point. As the community grew, tensions arose, especially in such a mixed group, and they found the need to experiment with different ways of operating and again, yes, delegating tasks according to the gifts. Looking ahead creates anticipation and an opportunity to reimagine the future for changed and changing times. This can unsettle some, but it excites others. The ones who have been dissatisfied with the ways things were, whose faith was firm but found that church life did not quite hit the mark for them. All congregations will be a mixture of the timid and the gung-ho, and this calls for trust, understanding, love, patience. That sounds like the gifts of the Spirit to me. Check out Galatians. If we are to come through this transition well and together, we're going to need all of that. On a personal note, I am in my own liminal space. As I write and record, I am between the manse and Dee Villa, our home for the future. The house has been full of men packing our belongings into boxes and loading them into vans because I retired from my post as pastorate minister on the 1st of August. What will I do in retirement? Well, I have some thoughts and ideas, but I've not really had time to think properly. I've been too busy getting there. We've been renovating a house. It's not quite finished yet. And of course, I've been preparing the churches and community centre for their own new futures. The disciples provide a good model for using liminal times well. They gathered together to pray and worship in a safe place. In the upper room that we read about in Acts 2. But you can't stay shut up in a safe place forever. We're called to share the news and of God's love for all and to be God's people in God's world. And in any case, nostalgia and frustration will both gnaw away at you. The poet Christopher Logue adapted a poem by Guillaume Baudelaire that speaks to this time. Come to the edge. We might fall. Come to the edge. It's too high. Come to the edge. And they came and he pushed and they flew. It was God who called the disciples to the edge. 
and the Holy Spirit who pushed the disciples and yes, they flew. What will the church look like in the future? One thing we know from scripture, from the experience of Moses and the disciples, is that all the gifts will be needed. You can't leave everything to the leadership. Ministry is the calling of us all. There is no set model of church. It's what we create between us, and that will be different in every place and every time. This liminal time is a gift from God. When we can listen for the inspiration of God and explore how God's future will be in our hands. It's a Kairos moment, a significant time for us. And then, when the time is right, in the fullness of time, don't just wait to be pushed. Jump. You will fly. Amen. Let it be so. We believe in God, the source of all hope, who calls and chooses us to live in abundance. We believe in Christ, who feeds us, that we may abide in him and follow the path of life. We believe in Spirit, who guides us when we're distracted, strengthens our faltering faith, and gives us strength for the journey. This we believe. Amen.
Let us pray. God of the edges, we give you thanks for the gift of life and for the beauty of our tender earth. As members of creation, we pray for relief to earthquakes and fires. We pray for restoration to lakes and aquifers. We pray for sustenance and shelter and a path forward. Help us to listen for inspiration and believe in the possibility of our future. Help us to work to make it so. We have been in a year of wondering about what comes next, and in a year of more change than we're used to. As we prepare to enter our sanctuary, we pray that our nostalgia and frustration might make way for fresh waters, and that as we greet another threshold, we might discover the ability to fly. Be with each of us in the tender places we hold, in our concern for our children and parents, in our worry and fear. Be in our grieving as we learn of changes in health and the loss of beloved family members and friends. Strengthen us in love and hope, and patience, and understanding. Grant your ear to us as we continue now in silence, offering those prayers that are too intimate to speak aloud. We make this prayer in the name of the one who taught us to pray, saying, Our God who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts 
as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We are invited to consider that this liminal time is a gift from God, where we can listen for inspiration and explore how God's future will be in our hands. As you go forth and find yourself on the edge of a threshold, jump, for you will fly.
And may the grace of God who created you in love, the peace of Christ who teaches it is possible to be love, and the power of the Spirit who calls you ever forward into new experiences of love be and abide with you this day, this week, and evermore. Amen.